Gone Girls podcast. We interview the people we like and try to get to the bottom of life. The Gone Girls podcast. The Gone Girls podcast show. Can we too? Hi everyone, welcome to the oh. Gone Girls podcast. I just interrupted the, the, the talking to start the podcast. My name's Ankara Savone. I'm Shauna Lane. And we have a very special guest today. Guest today. We have Dave Juskow, you guys! Dave Juskow! He doesn't have on any pants. <laughs> it's No Pants Thursday, and today is 420. I know. I'm high as a kite right now. Are you? It's also my mother's birthday, and Hitler's, as you know. Oh, really? Oh, happy birthday that. to all Well, that's all how I remember them. it's Hitler's, because it's my mother's birthday, too. So um, I keep track. Sorry, I took it down to the spot. You guys are like... No, we like your mom. mom. What? How old's your mom? 82. What, what? What's your name? Rhoda. Hey, Rhoda. Rhoda. Happy birthday, Rhoda. Ring, ring, ring Rhoda. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I love Rhoda. Is that crazy? Is she lovable? No. <laughs> no she's kind of a Is cunt. she really? Can I say that? Oh, my God. You oh, can. Yeah, you can. Please do. I love cursing. Ankara's good yes. cop. I'm bad cop. Yeah. Like, I'm like, bring on the dirty. I use that word with my mother all the time. She's horrible. Am I yelling? Or is it No, just remember last headphones? time you have to speak up. Oh, have to speak up. Because in my ears right now, I'm like, is Rhoda great? <laughs> I could always uh, take it down, but I can't make it louder. So it's better okay. to be louder. Rhoda is uncool and a horrible grandmother. When does that happen? <laughs> she doesn't even feed her grandkids or give them money when she comes into some. I mean, grandparents are supposed to immediately, if they win money at the track, they're supposed to give your grandkids money, right? Wait a second. My wait, grandmother wait. took money from me. Oh, so then you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, well, she's, she was an immigrant though, right? Mine? Uh, I don't know. She's Cajun. Like that Wasn't she? I think, was it? Mine? Yeah, I remember you talking about it. Or maybe oh, it was your it was like mother. Karen. My dad. I remember. Yeah, my right, dad. So, well, but then wouldn't that make your grandmother a. But that's even, my mom's mom. I mean, I guess she's an immigrant, but she's from German descent. Uh, well, I'm just saying, it seems like, you know, if you came here and. And you were in poverty, then I could see why you would take money or not give. But my mother didn't. I mean, she was poor, but she should know the difference. What do you mean you when g- you she give comes the, into money? What does that even she mean? She came into some money. Who did your grandma? No, my mother. Oh. But, but she's a grandmother, How did she too. She come into all that money. Because money. my her brother left it to it, who was such an asshole. I don't know whether you saw that. My sister posted it on Facebook that he left money to my mother, <laughs> but he left me and my sister out of the will on purpose. Like it says, we don't consider David and Beth Juskow our nieces or nephew. It was oh, like really wow. dicky. He's such a douchebag. I'm so glad he's Why? What'd you do? That's the thing. What did I do? The guy was a jerk off. He, you know, we went, we, all I do is go down to Louisville to see him. So my mother, cause we hated him from day one. He was such a dick. Oh, and my yeah. mother was like, oh, I want to see my brother. And even my dad was like, your brother sucks. Yeah. And he did suck. And then his wife really sucked and she hated Jews. And she um, was Southern, and she'd be like, and I th- think it came at my sister's wedding when she wouldn't let my grandmother go to the bathroom when she was going to take her home. And she goes, we'll just let you pee in your pants the way we treat retards that we take care of. And then uh, I was like, are you going to let her talk to your mother your mother like that? I was talking to my uncle, and he, and he just backs away. And I'm like, you suck. And I'm like, I'll take her home. And then she goes, you're going to start with me, David? I figured this out because when I was looking at when the will was signed, it was right around my sister's wedding. So maybe that's what changed it. Okay, so you actually are high right now. Pretty much. <laughs> no. I was like, is, is there... Why are you confused like, by that story? Really, my brain can't take all that information. I don't know your sisters. I don't follow them on Facebook. No, I know, but it's great. If you see... I can show you after on the phone. When you okay. see the will okay. in writing, it's unbelievable. <laughs> like, I work at a law firm, and they couldn't even believe it. 
Do, and is, they handle wills. Is it? And a they're like, we've heard about this. Hand? No, no, it's all. Oh, it's all. You know, done up right. But they left my mother some money, so she's supposed to give the grandkids something. You come into some inheritance. Yeah, and she give the grandkid nothing. Aww. That's not right. Well, maybe she just figured that your mom would give you the money or my sister. Y- yeah. No, because uh, she didn't get anything either. Okay, so have uh, you ironed out any of these issues with your mom? Yeah, we scream at her all the time, but she doesn't. Then she starts to cry. You love your mom. I don't. No, we hate you. her. You actually hate your mom. Kind of. She's mean. I she's not nice that. anymore, and she's nasty. And um, all old people get nasty, though. I, I mean, that's don't, what my sister don't, says. You get old, like, old, I'm angrier the older I get. It's not like life gets better. It gets worse. How dare you even say you're old? <laughs> but, I mean, come on. I've lived some years. Let's just... 20, I know. 28 no. years. No. How old are you? 14. I'm 34 years old. Oh, you have lived. You know I'm how, sorry. You know how you know she's actually 34? Because she's saying her actual age. Right? The older women get, the more they're like, eh. I'm in my 30s. Right, right. You mean like that? <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Like if or, you're 38, you might say, I'm w- in my 30s. Or that w- there a woman, Ankar and I used to work at that boutique right. on the Upper East Side. I and love then, that boutique. And then a woman came in one day. <laughs> oh, yeah, he asked about that. I How like that neighborhood. Oh, oh. That looks right on Lexington Avenue. Yeah, yeah, it is a cute neighborhood. A woman came in once and was like, well, I'm 57. And she was not 57. She was so old. And I was like, (laughs) oh, my God, only someone who's 70 would lie about being 57, right? I hope that I I continue to tell the truth about my age. I don't think you'll have to worry. Both of you look perfect. Your skin is good, you know? I don't think you either have to worry. He's so sweet, (laughs) Jessica. From a big... Rhoda raised you right, even if she's a cunt. I guess she did. I mean, she used to be polite, and then something happened. Oh. You know, we just want to have like a... It's like she has this boyfriend who's really nice, and she's so mean to him, and it's really really rude. Like, she won't even go visit him in the hospital, so my sister and I go to visit him, and she won't go, and it's... What's his name? Al. (laughs) In fact, I want him to adopt me, so my name would be David Pressler. But, uh... I guess it's too late. <laughs> Plus, if she married him, then she wouldn't have any money issues. She's like, I'm not marrying him. But he wants to marry her. And what he's is, really nice. What does he do? Well, nothing now. He's at oh. 90. You know? oh, oh, I mean, what did he do that he Oh, my money? God, it's horrible. I think he used to... Um, like, it, like as if it could be any more dull when he talks about it. I think he used to work with air conditioners and ducks and stuff. It's wow. horrible. Oh. Like, he's such a nice guy, but he goes... And we were filling in the cooling system over in, uh, you know, 30 Park Avenue. And uh, it's just, oh, my God, we heard that story already. I'm like, no, 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 I told you about 28 Park Avenue. Now this one is completely different. Oh, that's cute. It's so funny. I watched this documentary called Rats this weekend. It's about rats. What are you, crazy? I would never watch that. I well, like rodents. You do? Mm-hmm. I'm afraid of them. Uh, I thought I ate rat shit last week, which mm-hmm. I'm still convinced I did. Cause I remember but I your skin you. looks really good. So if you did, Thanks. it worked for you. Yeah. Right. So, but then I was, t- I was telling, I was telling somebody about it and they're like, you need to watch this documentary called rats, especially since you think you ate rat shit. And I was like, okay, it's a good idea. Even though I was disgusted by it. And, um, there's this, um, guy, he's an exterminator and, and he's like sitting there smoking this girl. He's like, 
I've been in this business for 40 years. <laughs> I've been uh, exterminating rats and uh, nobody wants to do it. I've made a lot of money doing this. <laughs> I was like, good for this guy. He's smoking a cigar, I'm sorry, rats. when you said it, I thought the way you were saying it was that guy was in your apartment watching the documentary with you and that's why I got confused. He was part of the documentary. No, yes. it's because you're high. <laughs> so did you feel better after you watched the documentary? No, I couldn't get through it. I was horrified. Because rats are gross to you, or because the uh, because they showed the truth, and I always want to know the truth, but I don't know how I know. Well, this they much they have a photo of the rats like over at the Dunkin' Donuts where I just got this Not coffee. They're shitting all over the donuts York. all the time. They're, they're, this we probably part. all eat rat shit. Oh, yeah. in this city, a hundred percent. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, everyone. So now there's I'm obsessed. Rodents. Now I look everywhere because they show they're like where there's trash bags next to like the grates in the street. They had video of people just walking by during oh, the day. And yeah. the rats are like their own little traffic like on the side, on the street. Yeah, I hate walking past those gross, those garbage bags on the street. There's always a bunch There's of rats. mice and rats that come yeah. out of there all the time. It's terrifying. All the time. Yeah. I'm not bothered by any of that. I, I'm not Watch a, this documentary and no, see I grew, how I, much disgusting Two things happened stuff. to me. And don't ever eat Chinese food again. Oh, no. oh, I never eat Chinese Ever. food. That's my favorite food. Again. It is? Yeah, and I go to the worst places, too. Oh, like my God. You need to watch the documentary, hours. then. Oh, my God. I think I just I do not want to watch that for that reason. I'll take my chances. Well, you know, you build up an immunity. I have so. that. <laughs> I, have that. <laughs> I have an iron stomach. Okay, all right. Let's move on. Let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about um, crashing. Let's talk about the show Crashing. Yes, Is that okay? it's Can a we great talk about show. It? Yeah. We, yeah, yeah. Dave <laughs> Jeskow was on episode, what episode was it? Number Six. seven? Six. I know by heart. And he was, uh, he was in a nude scene. <laughs> I'm almost half nude. Well, remember, I was like really nervous when I, I mean, I was so excited to get it, but How I was nervous it? that it was on HBO. Um, through this guy, Dave Rath, he's one of the producers. Yeah. And, um... Do you know you know Sam Morell? Yeah, yeah. And his girlfriend writes on the show. Oh, okay. so she. I met her one day, and she goes, "We were talking." Oh, and Eric Sloven too. Like I know all the writers, right? So I've known them for years, and they said, "What Sloven about Sloven and Allen?" Yeah, Sloven and Allen, right? Oh my god, I loved them. Yeah, they're really nice guys. Both of them are still so nice. What and is Leo still doing stuff? I, I guess I don't him. see him that much, but right. I've seen like when I do see him, it's like great. I, I see He's Eric so nice. in different things. He's he was in Crashing, right? Wasn't he? Eric in... was in the final episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, okay, okay. He was getting baptized or something. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Are they comedians too and writers? Well, I don't think Eric does comedy anymore. I think this is yeah, his, you know, he I think writes. he's a showrunner. Uh, think, yeah, so. I've seen his name on different things. Okay, so, so I don't you know, know. They them. just, you know, they were nice. And I guess my name was floating around somehow. And then um, I saw, I went to see Sam on Stephen Colbert. Nice. And his girlfriend came up like, oh, we were talking about you in the office today. And she's like, we think there's a part for you. And I'm like, oh, um, that... we. <laughs> oh, that would be the greatest thing that ever happened to me. I'm sorry. So then, uh, which oh, are you is, fucking with me? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was thinking, I was trying to think if that would have been the greatest thing that ever happened, and then I thought about it, and I'm like, yeah, it would. It would definitely be the greatest thing that ever happened. And You're then like, this um, is hurtful. If this is a joke. No, no. Yeah, exactly. So no, then it happened, and then I was like, I just kept having these nightmares. I'm like, I'm going to be on HBO, and I'm sure I'm going to have to get naked. And I was like, really uptight about it because even on Girls, I saw Peter Scolari had to get naked, and I'm like, they make everybody get naked. Yeah. Who wants yeah. to see Peter? Scolari naked if you know yeah. who that is 
that's you know, true. that's the Tom Hanks uh, guy from Bosom Buddies. So that's uh, her father, had his father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You see his penis and whatever. So I'm like, uh, I, I this, love and that's oh, having nightmares. You do? Yeah. I love him. Was he I, on, um, besides Bosom Buddies. Buddies, he was on. He's in all the Tom Hanks. He always gives him a small part of doing something, you know. But wasn't he on that show, New Newhart? Yes, he yes, was on that. I he kept doing poems all the time. He yeah. talked in rhyme all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. He's great. I, I really like him. Okay. So he, so. But I would keep having nightmares that I was going to have to get naked, and like I don't know what I would do. I don't know. I don't. I, I did we start the time? Timer? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I'd probably say yes, but I don't. I don't. You know, who knows? I don't. Yeah, I'd I be know. terrified. Uh, so yeah. then, when I got the script, it said he shows up in a towel, and I'm like, that was pretty close. Yeah, you know, he's in a towel. So I was like, and then I thought they were gonna, it was going to be like fame, where they'd be like, no, let's try one, lose the towel. <laughs> <laughs> but I was very, I was very nervous to be in that towel. My body is not in the form I'd like it to be. And um, you looked great. Oh my god, I was very you uncomfortable. Great. I would think that's the greatest acting job ever because I look acting like I'm completely comfortable, comfortable in do. that towel. You yeah. do. And there are so many people around. It was yeah. very uncomfortable. So awkward. You did right? so good. Well, I was like, I rewound it three times. I was like, ah, look at him. Did you so have fun? Awesome. Was it so much fun? Um, yeah. Yes, it was It's fun, but I, I just get really, I didn't want to let anybody down. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a oh, big opportunity for me. It, right, I've been in right. shows before, but um, I don't know. You know, this was something different where I didn't know yeah. the parties. Like, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like I've been on Sarah's show, so... You know, I kind of knew, but even though that's the same thing too, because when you yeah, come like in having as having an in with someone rather than yeah. like being, and she wasn't there work. for that. You know, the one of the couple scenes we did, but you know, when you come in as a as a guest star on something, yeah. it's when everybody's already they know clicked. Each other that's why this was easy because no one had been together. I mean, Pete's done it, but you know, no one. Everybody's in a different episode. Okay, but when I remember when I did Sarah's show. You know, they're already the cast is already there, right. and they have a bond. They're friends, and then you feel stupid clicks. being the guest star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're very uptight that you're going to ruin everybody's good time. <laughs> so, yeah, I was very nervous that I couldn't memorize. I'm sorry, my lines. every episode was great until mine. Well, <laughs> people always get nervous about that, you know. Oh gosh, yeah, I'm sure. But so I was very nervous that I wasn't going to be able to memorize my lines. I've always been nervous about that. I used to do. Yeah. I did the. Was Judd um, Apatow there? He wasn't there that day, um, thank goodness. So they used a different oh, director. But oh. Pete is there, you know. And fortunately, I guess I did good because then we hit it off. Have you ever I've never met him before. I just so he met must him that be day. an LA con. Oh, so you don't know him? No, did I don't you do know him his at all. podcast after afterwards? That? We hit it off. Oh. Like we had a really nice time. So is he a super nice guy? Seems oh my like god, super he is nice. yeah, exactly like he—he's—he's he's not acting. Uh, yeah, that's right. okay. just who he is. That's okay. what I thought. Yeah, we, were, yeah. we were like, well, such I, a kind person. You know, well, like, and really. what, my boyfriend and I watched the show. And you have I was a boyfriend? Like, yeah, sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is that the only reason you did this podcast? Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> anyway, sorry, anyway. You're going to walk out on us now? You're already married, right? So. <laughs> that's it. Shoot. It just blows. Anyway, that, this guy who's, I call my boyfriend. What? I'm trying to make oh, him that's feel better. better. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were saying, though, it's so nuts, that scene where he's in the woods. Singing on the religious <laughs> retreat, we were so uncomfortable watching it, and I was like, "This must really be him." And yeah. this is why his totally. comedy works. Yeah, he is really him. Yes. It's which weird. Is I don't, very have you ever seen his like comedy? Have you seen his special no. or anything? It's no. like it's it's you know, there's a guy at my office. I work a regular day job, and there's a guy at my office who worships him. You know, this really? guy he's like a I mean, he's twenty-one year old, twenty-two yeah. year old kid, yeah. paralegal, Big and he fan. thinks Pete Holmes is the greatest person ever. But it's like when you see his comedy, it's certainly not like Attell or Louis. It's right. like very, Which is really you know, um, ish. Yeah, you know, plain. But people love it. You know, but it's Where but is it's special G rated. Uh, it's like on HBO. Comedy. 
Oh, he has an one. HBO special. I'm yeah. going to watch some more of his stuff. I Now that I've watched the show, but I'm, you, watch I'm a fan. Too. When you're sitting there, you're, like, you're, you're kind <laughs> of like, how did this guy get a show? You know, like a, I'm always in competition. With me? Everyone. Oh. Why? Yeah. You're so know, pretty. Think... Everybody should be in competition. I, I I said, when I first knew Ankara, I was like, what are you mad? Because you're younger, thinner, and have better teeth than me? Like, what's that? And you're a good I, comic. I even said that. Now, see, now I don't want to, any of that. I take it all away and give me the opposite. And you're a good comic. Oh, thanks. I've seen you. And you were really, I saw you first starting out. for the rest of my life. Yeah, that's what I have. <laughs> I can't. Hey, like, it's hard to get seven minutes. I had even. one good show in 1991, <laughs> and I rested on those laurels ever since. Like, that's why you've never heard of me before. Yeah. You've been riding my way. I have. I never wanted to perform again. I'm me like, I'm gonna leave. I'm out of here. I'm good. I wish I was kidding. <laughs> me too. Trying to tell the truth, you know. Yeah. But you're. You've been getting up a, lately. More only lately. Only the past three weeks. Really? <laughs> yeah, because I'm opening for Sarah in Toronto tomorrow. And tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow. Oh my god! So are you warming up for Toronto? Yeah. Oh. Like I'm opening for her, so I've just been. Pra- how much when time I, are you? When doing? do you fly out? Tomorrow. How, yeah. How much time and then are you the doing? Show is Fifteen minutes. <laughs> I have nine, maybe. Maybe. So you're telling me there's hope for my future. That's what I'm trying to say, yeah. I can do 15 minutes. Listen, she um, called me after, I guess she really liked Crashing, because she's never asked me to open for her. We've been friends for 30 years. Yeah. She's never asked me to open for her before. But she really liked Crashing, and she had her manager call me. It was like all official. And I would, people ask me, it's like, would you like to open like Artie or Atel? These are my friends. And I some, I usually say no because I'm like, I'm not ready. That's always my answer because I really don't <laughs> like doing comedy that much. But this time, I don't know. It just seemed like, you know what? I think I have to do this. Oh, and I'm like, I have three weeks to prepare. I'm sure I can figure something you are out. fucking hilarious. Well, you I don't never, know that. Does anyone really <laughs> like doing comedy? Yes. I or, love doing comedy. Yes, there are people that or really enjoy it. Or do you just need it. to get it like out, do you know what I mean? It's like all, it's need. both. I have never liked stand-up comedy. I like comedy. Like yes. I, like, I would, I could do something like crashing comedy. my whole yeah. life, like something like that. Right. Um, but I've never liked stand-up, which is the problem again. Why you've never heard of you me mean before this podcast? Because right. of the stage fright. That too, but I never liked stand-up. I never liked it as a profession. Oh really? Where all my friends, oh. Atel and Sarah and Louis, like oh, they love. love Stand up comedy. Uh, they could stop. Yeah. Like Louis could stop doing mm-hmm. stand up comedy for the and rest of his life. It. He loves it. Sarah loves it. Yeah. She loves performing stand up comedy. I it's love like, it too. I like that she does too. Like not like she. Sarah just, looks like she's twenty years old. And it's so. amazing. It's amazing, right? Though, right? I mean, she, no, she never. She's yeah, never she had a drink. drink. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. She looks amazing. So, yeah. But amazing. that's not, I don't know if that's it. She takes care of and herself. Yeah, she, 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 yeah, she yeah, yeah, I read. face regiment at nighttime right, and stuff. I read, I read an article where she was talking about how the self-care is so terrible in comedy. Oh, it's so bad. The, the, the self-care of comedians. Oh, and that that's so funny was, that you said that because I was telling somebody the other day that Sarah used to say to me about that. She's like, well, I was, she saw me brushing my teeth one day or flossing and she because we were in a hotel or something and she goes I wish all comics could be like you I'm like, what are you talking about right. she's she like, said she was passing out to, in the article she was she said that she went through a time of passing out toothbrushes and floss yeah. to comics just being like here yeah I guess uh, which is funny because the episode of crashing you're like the teeth brushing oh right right says, I didn't even write that I don't know but I agree with it that's really funny <laughs> yeah no I've always tried to be I, I've always tried I mean, to like dress up. I guess my mother told me like you should 
dress up when you go on stage or whatever. Like, I didn't know that you didn't like doing stand-up. That makes a lot more sense to me than Yeah, why. I never committed to it. And the whole key to stand-up and being a good one is you must commit. You know, when I met all those guys when we all started out together, I liked, you know, I liked comedy. And it was, yeah. and stand-up comedy was and is an unbelievable, still to this day, springboard into everything you do want, which is a, a television show or the movies. I mean, it's a miracle. You see it. Yeah. It still happens today. And your own philosophy on life, truly. It's your own springboard for that. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right because you can do so many other things by yeah. just, you know, like people say, what do you want to do? Like you find yeah. a manager. In the Become 90s. a motivational in the, speaker. Around you 90, can do anything. Right. In 95, 96... They were just managers just always at all the clubs. Yeah. And they would just pick up comics and give them deals. I mean, yeah. it was amazing. You could get an agent or a comic. I used to tell actors, I'm like, what you need to do is come up with five minutes of stand-up and you will be seen by more agents and managers than you would in a six-month run of a show. Yeah. Because they were just looking everywhere for comedy. It's true. It's true. It's and still that way. It's kind of that way. It's, it's not, not like not it was, much, but, but it still is I don't is think they can... even give people development deals No, they don't. They don't. It's do different they? in that sense. But right. stand-up can still get you so many other things. And that's why I'm always in and out. <laughs> I just wasn't into stand-up. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm car is like, mm-hmm. I still don't want to do it. Right. But that's why I like... But that's why you can't get out. That's why you can't get out. That's why I finally Cade was like, because I've been in comedy for so long, but I loved improv and I'm an actor, but I was like, uh, and I had written stuff for stand up, but I was like so hesitant to get on stage because I'm like, what am I going to do? Do I really want to be on stage for 15 minutes when people stare at me talking about my parents and my family and my personal stuff? I, I don't really, and, but then, you know, like you're around it and you hear like, you don't have to talk about stuff you don't want to talk about. You, you have control over stuff and I'm a writer and you know, like. I just made sense for me to get on stage because it's another thing to add to my resume and it helps. I get more auditions because I do stand-up. I get right. more job exactly. opportunities because I do stand-up. No, that's exactly what I'm saying. Exactly. You can, you, yeah, you get all that from, from stand-up and that's why I, I can't get out fully, let alone oh, no. all my best friends are... Do you ever get bit by the bug, though? Like, what happens... Never a stand-up bug, no. You never are like, I gotta fucking do this. No, never. Ever. Really? No, I, and I've had unbelievable shows... And, you know, they've been great. And you are funny. Sometimes it depends. I mean, you you know, I was here last Thursday. It was horrible. Um, But (laughs) You were here last Thursday and it was horrible? Yeah, I did. It's my fault. It's my fault. I know I self-sabotage. You know, I'm trying not to do that. Uh, But um, How how did you self-sabotage? It's hard to say. You know, I just look at them staring at me and I get confused. And then I start talking about Hitler or something. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, oh, you veer off the course. Yeah, yeah. If I I stick to the script, I'll always be good. Yeah, yeah. And I had to learn that, you know, the hard way. And I still learn it. Yeah. But it's it's amazing what it can do. It's just, you know, like, it just leads to so many other things. But, so I can't get up. But I always wanted to, like, go to the Jets games or go to the Broadway shows, which if you are... If you want to make it as a comic, when we were, like I say, first starting out, Sarah, Attell, all those guys, they didn't do any of that. They were always at the club every night of the week, always out. They never veered from the path at all, which is the only way you can become that successful. You must completely commit every single night. You can't even go to a wedding or anything. You must, you know, I mean, in, in case there's something, but... I feel like as an actor, though, I need to do half and half. Because, like, I mean, today, no, you, you're I, had, I had three auditions. I can't, and I did two shows last night. But I, and I can do that a few because times Because you have to pull from experience, and you need to meet other people yeah. and pull from that. You're absolutely right. Yeah. But that's why you'll never be a true stand-up comic. I, I don't mean it like that, but I'm oh, saying, whoa. no, 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 but I'm saying you have to, because you can't, you have to make the commitment. 
You can't you be half ass. You don't think that I can get up, let's say, even five times a week and make if it? If you did it five nights in a row, but five times a week isn't that you got to commit. I, I mean, mean, really commit. So this is the only what you're way. Saying. You mean like you have to like? And I'm not every saying five. Day, you have to do seven like, nights a week. It's like a job. Maybe take like off basically, Sunday. like you're going to work every night from five to twelve. You're every night. You have. It's like going to. It's like training, right? The first three months of any job, you don't know what you're doing, but you have to go and you have to show up every single day, yeah. all day, and you have to learn. And then you get better at your job. You have to commit to like. Oh. So yeah. maybe you could do. Full three months every single day of comedy and mm. then start trickling off. I mean, see, this is the thing. My first go around <laughs> in comedy uh, in, you know, the late 90s, early 2000s, I got up every single night and I, it was, I, I, that's all I did was comedy. But this go around, I'm healthier and I have to be healthy. What do you so, mean healthier? You I mean, I'm, I don't drink anymore. Yeah, I was uh, drunk. Oh, and, I heard. Did yeah. you work at Caroline's? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, I had a drinking problem, you know, yes, and so I know. and I finally bottomed no, I just, out. I didn't know that actually. I didn't know that. I was, <laughs> I was like, everybody's talking about it. I was like, who's talking about it? Were you, were you waitressing anyone. there? I waitressed there years ago. Yeah. yeah what? Do you remember when I was there? Like, I mean, um, I'm just saying, I was there. They used to manage me, and then they sued me. It ruined my whole you, career. When it was Caroline's on Broadway. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay, wait, let me just finish this thought, though. Sorry. So yeah. what I, I feel remember. like for me is that I need, I, I can do four out four nights a week, even five nights a week, but I have to have nights where I spend at home taking care of my, yeah. my boyfriend and my... Can't do it. And then I'll, I'll That's audition why nobody has a boyfriend and I get jobs. <laughs> oh, interesting. Can't do it. You cannot spend those times taking care of your boyfriend if you want to go fully into stand-up comedy mode. Really? Yeah, no. Because I'm fact. seeing growth. Like I'm seeing growth. Like and With I've yourself, you mean? In, mm-hmm. in, oh, in you my no, right, in my comedy. I, I understand that, and yeah. no, you can grow, but I don't think you can get to the point you want to be if you want, you know, a special and all that stuff without completely committing. And unfortunately, having to give up the time with your boyfriend and stuff. That's, that's why all the that comics why, are a mess. Is that why Sarah doesn't have... Or she does have a boyfriend. She does, but now she doesn't. And she... But they it never works because she's got to ah. commit. And when she does take time with a boy, it doesn't... You know, it's ah. like, it's, this is too much. Yeah, but you know? they... But she but, doesn't need to do it as much anymore. Yeah, I'm so saying what like she was starting out. Now she... start out, you have to do a lot Yeah, she can spend... She can take time to go right, to shows right. and do it. But when you're... Okay. Starting out, it's important okay. to do. It, that's when it. you have to commit. I hear you. I hear you. Okay, let's go back to Caroline's. What? When? When did they manage you? In the nineties. Ninety six. Okay, I started working there in ninety eight. Yeah, I'm surprised. I, I, I just you. I thought you were much younger. That's why, sorry, I didn't mean I. Just, <laughs> I was fifteen I when I started know, uh, working there. <laughs> I mean, you look young, and I just assumed you. I didn't think you were there. Do you in know? The 90s I'm not going to say how there. old I am, but when people tell me that they're 60. my age, I'm like, "Ooh, you're old." <laughs> and I'm like, "That's my age." Oh my God! I, I heard a guy the other night say he was fifty, and I was like, "There's no way this fucker's fifty. He looks so fucking old." And I'm Is not fifty. I'm not fifty. Oh, I mean, I'm not fifty. <laughs> Fifty-one. Do you want? Car hates me today. No, I hate everyone. She's Sorry, just in her Kevin Brennan mood. That's all. Yeah, she oh, was I like that as soon Kevin as she walked Brennan. in. He's so came funny. in on fire. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then by '98 you were not I was already there. Gone, yeah. Oh, okay. I guess. I so Lewis that. managed you or Caroline? Caroline. Caroline. Really? Yeah, yeah. They had a management company. Me, Geraldo, um, a couple other folks, Mario Cantone. Oh God, I love him. Yeah. Oh. And um, it was the best time because you know then 
you could always perform at Caroline's, which was great. Right, right. right. so much fun, and I used to like it there so much, and I really liked the people. Wow, for somebody who just, hates um, comedy, you well, had no, you know what I like? I like a, I like a hometown club. Uh, so I was very happy there because it was my hometown club. Oh. And when you're in a, when I'm in a place where that's why. I like this place, and I, you know, I feel like when, like before Emilio owned it, I. Why you like New York Comedy Club, which is where we're at? I I liked it because I knew the whole staff, you know, I I knew the wait staff and everything, and that makes me really comfortable. And then I can, I'm better. Yeah. In front of strangers, I'm. I know that's what you should be better, but I, I'm not. I just feel better in front of my friends. That's why everyone needs a home club, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best. Having a hometown club to work out stuff and everything, and. Knowing the staff just makes me really comfortable, and then I can be better. Yeah. And if I don't know a place, I kind of clam up. What they sue you for? Are we allowed to talk about? Oh yeah, it's twenty years ago. So and now Caroline and I are okay. You know, we didn't oh. talk for a long time. We were very close. Um, and now we're we're good. in fact so good. Lewis called me up and he goes, "I want you to start working here again, kid." Really? You know, it, was like, it was really nice. It was like kind of the dream that. You know, oh. it worked out again. For someone who hates comedy, you have amazing opportunities. Well, like I told you. I have a pretty good reputation from a set I did 20 years ago. <laughs> I'm not kidding about that. It's like, a, you know, but then that when people the see me, I mean, ever. think about it, right? Um, so your husband I has been, well, your husband has been kind it. enough to let me uh, work out here while I'm, uh, you know, trying to open for Sarah, right? Yeah. But I feel horrible because all the other kids, you know, in the dressing room or the green room, you know, I feel bad because I'm. I bomb every time and come on. And then those kids are like, wait, this guy, wait, wait, this guy is opening for, I feel like a dick, you know? Like, so it's like, I'm still bad. I just get this, I don't know, I have confidence this time it's going to work out, but. Um, You've earned I, it. I have earned it, yeah, I you think, have in to, a way. You have to of. bomb in order to be good yeah. though, at that gig. It's like a dance competition. You don't, you don't. I don't know, I feel and, like, confident think, that it's going to work out. You think everybody knows who you are or whatever. People talk, it's a small community, but like nobody's, really they're only concerned about their own shit. Oh, I, I know. I just feel like, bad. I don't want to take so up time from people who really want to you know, do it. And stuff. You really want to do it? Not so much, really. There you go. <laughs> well, that's the question. Yeah, you do. Will ah! I do it after Friday? I don't even know. Like, will I continue to do it? Probably not. Yeah, sure. I don't know. Right. I go you in and out. You have your day job. Unless I have something I have to do. You yeah, have, have my like day a short-term job. goal that makes you get out and do it, right? Exactly, yeah. Like another big gig. Right. Like, um, you know, sometimes if I know I'm opening for a tell or something, I'll do some spots. Yeah. Or something. Like, I've opened for him at Caroline's before. Um, like, recently, he lets me... You know, open up for him sometimes. But. Do you have that set on tape anywhere? That set from 1991 that's got oh. you so much stuff. Oh yeah, you yeah. do. Oh, that's unbelievable. Oh, my I God. have to see it. Okay, we, we have to do another notes? podcast. We're but it's like ha- on VHS. We're gonna no. <laughs> we're gonna call this part one. Yeah, and we're gonna do part two at your house with your equipment. Oh, you should. And we're gonna and watch that nude. set. I would love for you guys to come by. You know what I'm talking about. Heyo. Oh. <laughs> I no, said heyo on on I'm harmless. Um, <laughs> if I anybody have a else has anybody a, have a big gig for Dave Jessica to do after tomorrow, email at thegonegirls.com. Yeah, We're his new management team. <laughs> uh, so what did they sue you for? I have to get to the bottom uh, of this. You know, I was at the Aspen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's okay. I was at the Aspen Comedy Festival, and um, it, what well, was Dorfman. You know, this guy. Rick Dorfman? Yeah, he's... 
kind of horrible. Who's so. Brick Dor- How do you know all these people? Well, everybody Sometimes knows I, Because I started. He probably hit on her, and then I work. But I worked at Karen. It was literally I started oh, working at Caroline. Right, I, wa- I walked there. into comedy at the top level. Okay. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I'm. I like people. I liked comedy right away. I started talking to people. Yeah. And uh, and they started putting me on stage, and I got I I got bit by but the. By the bug, I did so much fucking comedy. I did a lot. Where did you lot. perform mostly when you were all doing over that? the place? I performed at Caroline's. I did a bunch of bringers at all the different clubs. I wish and I, I had known her when she was young. I had. She's the same. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm not. She, you were fun then. You're fun now. It's oh, I but forgot I heard you she knew was me much more then. Fun. I was. Irene said she was much more. I mean, I, I was a lot more fun. See, I, I was a lot more know. fun the way you're thinking. Yeah, I know. Until I wasn't, <laughs> <laughs> and then it was. She doesn't Ooh. understand. <laughs> I do understand. Just a child. <laughs> I had fun with Shauna. We did actually. We did. Yeah, I forgot that. Together. I forgot that we partied can, together. Yeah. Can we call that part three? <laughs> My pen and everybody. Can I hear some of that? Hey. Checking if I can see my nipples in my shirt. Oh, yeah. Oh, nipples. can I hear that part? What kind of fun did you guys have? Uh, Tell me one oh, story, no, please. sorry. No, no fun like that. Uh, oh, nothing crazy. We, we just, just drank and oh. smoked pot and stuff. No big mm-hmm. deal. Oh, yeah. sorry. Is it okay that I just threw you under the bus saying you smoke pot? You can speak for yourself. It's to, especially today. <laughs> She's so angry. You don't remember because you were drunk. So it could have been someone else. <laughs> She's so mad. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. She's okay, you know what? We did day. have sex one night. <laughs> the two she of you? sucks in bed. Oh my God. Terrible. <laughs> she just laid there. No, no we both laid there. That was the problem. <laughs> we both like, both I don't know what to do. do. <laughs> and you do it. No, I'm not laughing at that. Um, <laughs> I want that to be true. <laughs> that we had sex and we both just laid no, there? No, not the laid there part. <laughs> cried next to each other. Okay. <laughs> and what does Jessica Kirsten say? We ate hummus. We <laughs> 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 cried and ate hummus. <laughs> oh, yeah, her joke, yeah. Okay, so they sued you, Rick Dorfman. It wasn't Dorfman, it was just his fault. I mean, he just, I was at the Aspen Comedy Festival and I just needed, I was doing a one-man show and it was going really well and then he was just, you know, he was just like skiing the whole weekend and then he got a snow burn so he couldn't show up to any of the shows and I was just like, this sucks. I need a lot of help. And um, then I chose an even worse manager who um, I had the worst luck with managers. I mean, it's just like... Wait a second. So what, you went from Caroline to Rick Dorfman? No, no. He was working at... I went with oh, Barry Katz, not- who was working at... I followed Rick to Caroline's. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, you left Barry Katz? Yeah. Mm. That was a smart move at the time. Oh, okay. Um, and then I went with this other guy who's such a douche, and his name rhymes with douche, um, that... I asked him if I could audition, <laughs> if he could get me an audition for this <laughs> musical 1776, which was my favorite, you know. And he goes, Dave, there were no Jews in the 1700s. That was his answer to, you know, get me an audition or something. I mean, it's like, what who, what kind of person's... So only basically, I can only get Holocaust movies, is what you're saying when you look at me. What kind of manager says something like that? Terrible one. Wait, so Caroline's... Oh, and he you- told me, I'm sorry, I was going to be on The Daily Show at the beginning mm-hmm, when it first started. Mm-hmm. I went in with Madeline Smithberg and Liz Winstead mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I was going to be their television correspondent. Mm. And 
he told me not to do it. He goes, it is my official opinion this show is going nowhere. <laughs> Oh my god! This douche guy said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he what still a, a manager? Uh, I heard. I think he's an agent now or something. I saw him. Okay, so Caroline, he still never wears pants. So Caroline sued you. <laughs> I know. Jeez, because, because of Aspen Week. Because yeah. you left. So them. I wanted to leave, and we had a contract, and I was oh. not happy. They oh. signed that contract because they they. <laughs> They served me buffalo wings, gave me a bottle of scotch, and got me um, Rangers tickets. And I was like, oh, this is great. Okay. And then I signed immediately. Uh, like, they, they knew exactly uh, where to get gotcha. me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I would sign for that, too. I know at the time it seemed like the yeah. greatest thing. Shauna, you'd sign Which is funny, because now I wouldn't sign for Rangers <laughs> Whenever tickets. anyone wants me for anything, I'm always like, sure, yeah. I don't I'm even excited. think about it. I'm so excited someone asked. <laughs> I, I, I think that's... What it was. I'm like, yeah. this is great. You guys really want me that bad? That you're serving <laughs> yeah. me chicken wings and, <laughs> and beer and scotch? Okay, <laughs> you you might not like stand-up, but you have the heart of a comedian. <laughs> if you're like... Well, it was so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I'm such an easy... <laughs> wings are my, my kryptonite. I still mm. eat... That's why I lost yeah. weight. I eat them every Monday night at this place on 43rd and 10th. They have the best wings in the city. Every Monday, I have chicken wings and beer. And then, so by March, I usually lose weight. I'm like Santa in that Rudolph movie. <laughs> you know, I put on the pounds starting in September again. Oh, fun. Okay, so, wow, you have an but interesting... But that's, uh, suing me kind of ruined everything for me. When I look back and say what went wrong when I'm at this job for 17 years, it's that point that oh. kind of... Deflated, you know, yeah. yeah, and everybody knew about it. It was very embarrassing, and nobody else got sued, like ever. You know, like did you have to give them money? Yeah, my parents actually had to give them money. It was really uncool, and she's so rich, and they, she only did it out of spite, which is the worst oh, part. That's I mean, we're good now, and we've all forgiven each other, and everything's fine. But it was really bad. It was a really bad situation. Oh, and that. Oh God, no wonder you have conflict with stand up, though. That's really intense. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. Maybe, yeah. Or, or your, your issue test. with stand-up is the actual you being on stage doing Pretty much, but you know what's funny? After that, I definitely had a problem, and then I... Um then I was lucky enough to find this guy, Rick Newman. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, founded Catch Rising Star. Oh, okay. And they had a new one open on 28th and 8th. And they were so kind to me. And they kind of took me in and that made that my hometown club. I turned mine off. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's the... Is that the end of the reset. thing? Okay. No, no, no. So, you guys are the best. <laughs> um, no, but this club was terrific. And oh my God, they were so nice to me there. And I never wanted to perform. Like, again, I had this great reputation, but I would never go on. They're like, hey, we need another comic. I'm like, I'm already alone. I'm not going on. <laughs> like, it was a dream that people would be like, oh my God, you're not going on. I'm like, nah, good. And I knew the whole staff and I knew everybody, you know, and all the comics. It was so wonderful. And we would just drink and eat for free. That's why they closed. I mean, for free all the time, and I met everybody, like Ariana Huffington, and like like elites, like um, Ray Kelly, the the cop, the police officer. Like everybody would come in because Rick Newman Do you knew enjoy everybody. Watching stand up? Do I? I can't stand it. You don't like watching stand up? I hate comedy. it. I think it is the worst form of entertainment that there is. It really? depends, of course, on who it is. Like oh. I will go see Atel once a year uh-huh. at another location to watch him do 45 <laughs> minutes, but mostly I can't stand stand-up comedy. I hate it. Do you laugh at all so when boring. you watch it? Or do you I what? Anno- you think it's annoying? 
Well, yeah, what, do you, do you get, bored. like, angry when you watch it? Or you bored? No, no, bored? I never get angry. I mean, I'm a good audience. I'm a really good audience. That's the funny thing. I mean, it depends, I guess, on who it is and where we are and what the situation is. But I think it's a bad form of entertainment in the sense of everybody, like, it's why would I go there with a bachelor now? party? Uh, I like to talk a lot. So if I'm drinking and having a good time and they keep telling me to be quiet and I have to listen, I'm like, this is the worst time ever. And you like to engage, yeah. Yeah, so that's why I never understood why bachelor parties would or bachelorette parties would ever want to go see a comedy. Like, oh, you know, that it seems like you want to do is talk to your friends yeah. and be loud and annoying, and that's the yeah. worst place to do it. I where love the guy it. keep coming over and you're saying, shh. I'm fascinated by it. As soon as I started working at Caroline's, I was like, ooh, this hey, is interesting. I know there are people that worship it. I mean, I know there are people that's that are like going to it. Like, mm-hmm. I put it on a pedestal from a young age, but I never really wanted to do it. I was like, there's no way I could do that. Danny Cohen says that too. He's like, I never wanted to do comedy. I just did it because people told me I should and said yeah. it was funny. It was the same with me. I mean, you know, I was, I've always been like a kind of a funny guy, so that seemed like... I mean, I started doing it when I was 8 or 19 was the first time I went on. Wow. In 1983. Yeah, and, yeah. And this, and this is a classic. When Letterman used to be on at 1230, he had the owner of this legendary club in Brooklyn called Pips. Have you ever yeah, heard of it? You yeah. wouldn't know. Yeah. Didn't, it turn it was, didn't it turn into a strip club? I don't think so because that oh. section of Brooklyn's still pretty good. Oh, okay. So, but this was like an area where I, I <laughs> grew lying. up in I've as a kid and everything. I had to. <laughs> that's okay. It sounds like I. It was heard of it, old school, and it was all like that's where Andrew Dice Clay came out of and okay. stuff like that. But it was right. this club, and he had David Letterman had the owner of Pips Comedy Club in Brooklyn on as his last guest. You know, at one thirty in the morning wow. on a random night. I mean, this would never happen again. And he said, and I'll never forget it. Like nineteen eighty two. Hey, you come down, you come down, we have an open mic night, you come down Wednesday, you sign up, we'll put you on. That's what he said. So I went down, I guess it was 83, and I went down that next week. I was in college, and I was home, and I went down that next Wednesday, and I thought it was going to be packed. There was no one there. Now, you know, he announced it on, like, hey, know, come down, yeah. we'll put you up. And, and there was no one there. I went down, I lived in Jersey, so I just went, I knew exactly where it was. And I went to the bar, and I go, and I was wearing a tie, you know, because I had seen just, I was, you know, watching Seinfeld, everybody, at, even at that time. That was time, your first or, time? Yeah, it was my first time. I was wearing a tie. I had an outfit, my comedy outfit, <laughs> like a thin tie, and like, you know, it was like a wool tie or something, oh and, my God. and these corduroy, you know, pants. I always wanted to look nice, and my mother made me dress up. And then um, I went to the bartender, and I go, yeah, I'm here for the open mic, and he goes, yeah, go see the colored guy in the back. And, colored? Uh, yeah, said yeah. That? it was in Brooklyn. It was completely oh acceptable God. back then. That's why I still use the word colored because oh I can't. God. I just think it's still funny. Plus, I think it might come back because yeah. it seems like yeah, they, nobody know. can make up their mind of what they want to call each other. But so, okay. um, so that was the funniest thing. It was terrifying that he said that. But I met that colored guy, and then we became friendly. And he was the yeah. MC, and they put me on that night. And it was such like a romantic. I've romanticized it in my head. It was such a great experience. I went back every week while I was home for the summer. And they were so. And this third time I went on, they made me MC. They're like, "Could you MC?" And, I, and I'd come from a, you know, I took a lot of acting experience, and yeah, okay. the acting experience, as right. you know, is you never say no. Yeah. I'm like, oh. can you can you tap? Yeah. Of course I can. You know, and then you just learn it in you know a day and a half. You never say no. So yeah. I'm like, of course I can MC. And I'm like, all right, I'll just split my jokes up. Like I just figured it out. I didn't. There was no yeah, manual or anything. I'm just like, you do. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to say no. And I just did it. And it was super fun. And those guys there were maybe the funniest guys I've ever seen because they were horrible, but they all had Italian accents. So <laughs> everything they said was funny. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this one. Guy, and I remember their names. It was like um, Joey D. 
and the, you know Richie Incognito, whatever, like whatever. <laughs> like it was just like this guy, and he'd be like, "Folks, let me ask you a question: Don't raw eggs smell like farts?" Oh and the people God. were dying. Yeah, they it. were dying. <laughs> and it was just um, all Italian guys. Me being a Jew, one other Jew who used to kill, and he was just horrible. <laughs> and one black guy that they let in who did a Michael Jackson imitation. That's the only reason they let him in. And uh, and it was those guys were so, this one guy had his act in a book of matches, and he just invited all his friends so he'd kill. And he'd be like, "Let me ask you a question: Who's this? This Perry White? It's Superman's boss. He doesn't realize the guy's wearing a pair of glasses. Come on!" <laughs> and it, 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 it was so funny. And yet so horrible to say. Like, he knew it was bad. You yeah. know, like, I knew it was bad. But so you fell in love with it then? I really enjoyed doing it then. That was super fun. And But I was still, it's still I was still trying to get a sitcom. That was the only reason I was there. And if somebody oh. said, we'd like you to do this TV show, and I never did stand-up again, I'd be completely fine with it. I was only trying to get something else. Wow. And, and that had always been my motive. And that's why it's kind of... Um, it's nice that I'm still friends with Sarah and Dave. And so because those right. guys... Even though they might have been in for more, they loved stand-up. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I actually being able to be friends with them, because a lot of those people you can sniff out, and you know they're not real comics. Yeah. And, you know, we've lost them over the years because we knew they weren't serious. Now, I was never serious, but I guess I got lucky, and they always knew I was like kind of a funny guy. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Like I said, I had a couple good sets. Like, the first day I met Sarah, and I don't know if this is interesting that you guys are not. Yeah, I love Very it. interesting. The yeah. first time I met Sarah... Um, she was 19, and wow. uh, I guess I was 26, and we were at the, the old Boston Comedy Club, but they had the downstairs, the Bag It In, mm-hmm. uh, which it is now. It was called something else, and I was playing that's a video they, game. where they film Crashing, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, no. That's what they make it look like as a set. What, where did the they old film Boston, it? Oh. On, in Long Island somewhere. On a set. They made it. Oh. It's amazing. They recreated the Boston Comedy Club. Oh, it's, it really looks like the Boston Comedy he Club. He demanded that that was did the case. Did he know it? He yeah, knew. he used to work there. I was surprised because he was much later on, but I guess it was still there until the How 2000s. How old is he? My contacts are bothered. He's uh, in his late 30s, I think. And he worked at Boston I'm Comedy I'm just Club? as surprised as you were. I had all these questions as well because oh. I don't remember him ever being there, but he uh-huh. must have come 15 years after we were there or something. Oh, interesting. Okay. But yeah, they had a video machine down there and Sarah came up. She goes, hey, I, I heard you... Um, you kill, you know, you're a really good stand-up. And I'm like, yeah, and he goes, how come you don't do it anymore? I'm like, hey, I'm in the middle of this game. Can you give me a break? And that's how we met, like, the first time. It was, like, really funny because I was, like, <laughs> really mean to her, but, like, really funny mean. But, yeah, she asked me, she's like, I heard you don't. Like, even back then in 1990, I was still known for not doing it. Like, <laughs> like, not wanting to do it. But I would have these great sets, and then I would leave for six months, and then I'd come back and kind of build it up till I had a great set and then leave again. So I was able to, but when I met you four years ago or whatever it was with Irene Bremis filming the the her Plan web B. series Plan B, yeah, you told me then that this is the same thing. Yeah, no, it's always been the same thing for thirty years. I mean, I just yeah. I go in and out and I have these highs and lows, but I don't stick with it. I just right. I don't know why I can't. I don't like it. That's why you know I prefer to go to the. The ballet, <laughs> you know, yeah. instead of right, and you have your, you must like your day job. Do I do like, like it? it. I mean, okay. li- I mean, the fact is, well, I was going to tell you is that it's. I've been thinking about, you know, things have been going okay, right? They've been going much better than they ever have, and I was thinking about like why things turned around, kind of. And about two years ago, I've been at my job seventeen years, and mm-hmm. before that, I was at one for eight, oh. even though I took two years off to just do comedy. Oh, you did? Yeah, and I realized. It really wasn't for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was very oh. nervous about where the next paycheck was coming from. And 
uh, stuff like that. I don't know. It just wasn't Oof. for me, and the road wasn't yeah. for me. Um, oh. So I just had to get a regular. In fact, I went to Los Angeles, and when I came back, I was so happy to have a regular job again. Oh, and then I just got, you, you like know, the you just structure. got stuck. Right. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, just right. trying to figure out and sleeping mm-hmm. on people's couches like right, Pete right, wasn't right. for me. So what happened two years ago? I took a sabbatical for like <laughs> six weeks so I could decide what I wanted to do. Okay. You know, so I took six weeks off. And when I came back, I did nothing and I realized I'll never be able to leave this job because I need... I never got out of bed. Yeah, you need a reason to do. I'm like like a retired person. Like if I if I retire ever, I'll die. Yeah, without a job, without having anywhere to go, I will lay in bed. I never leave my house on some weekends. If I don't have an activity planned, I'm I'm dead. Really? So then I realized I was going to be there forever, like in a comedy way and like being funny, but Got also it. being very serious. And then that's when I started actually telling people I had a regular job because for years I, I was trying to be on the sly. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. I can stay up late. I don't, I've got nowhere to go. I didn't want anybody to know. I was pretending I was like a real comic, even though, you know, certain people know, but I would never mention it even on my own podcast. And then I just started mentioning it. And then I think people found it interesting, like Pete and I hit it off. And then he was so fascinated that I had a regular job. Like the day that we filmed, I went to my job until three o'clock and then I left to film the movie oh. or the show. And then, you know, we were talking about it on the podcast and he thought it was fascinating. I'm like, maybe other people find it fascinating oh and they God, do. And then, I said to my boyfriend, I was like, that's Dave Juskow. And I was like, I don't understand. I don't think he, has he a regular does. Job. Right. He I don't think do. he does comedy. And the I, people at my job were confused. <laughs> They were coming up like, are you on a, the IT guy is like, are you on a TV show? Like, like, don't talk about it at all at work. They don't know what your secret comedy is. My, my very good friends do, but a lot of people HBO. don't. And they're oh like, God. dude, you were definitely on a show. I'm positive. I'm like, I don't oh know what God, you're talking so about. Funny. I've been here all week. Okay, wait. Oh gosh, so we, we have to get him to answer these yes. questions real quick. Okay. I'm sorry if I. No, it's great. I love it. I'm fascinated. Uh. So, blah, 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 where are you from? We don't need to know. Uh, what's your greatest fear? Well, I... Uh, and why? Jeez, I mean, I guess it was... Uh, well, I don't know. I guess it changes yeah, wow. when you get older, right? Okay. So, I guess my greatest fear was never having a TV show. Like, never made... I mean, I've wanted it since I was five. You, you know, I was off? that kid in high school that was supposed to make it. There's nobody from high school that was surprised to see me on the TV. I think they're surprised uh, that it took so long. Uh, I mean, nobody. I was that guy. A lot you of know. pressure. Yeah, I was, you know, I was you either supposed try... to do that or end up in gay porn. Uh, it was one or the well, other. That you can know. still happen <laughs> for you. Oh, I know. It can, it, did you ever try acting? Sure, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, you No, did. I loved acting. I took classes. I like acting. Who That's you, all I wanted to be was an study, actor. I wanted to be a comic with? actor. Yeah. Who did you study with? You know, I took those HB classes. Right, and okay. those, they, I hated them. I hate school. Mm-hmm. So oh, acting okay. classes weren't for me either. Okay. And I think I'm good on my own. Like, right, I like, right, right. Uh, okay. I don't know. I think I'm good. I don't, I, but I still enjoy it. I, I like, I like talking to other actors like I would like to teach acting I like talking to actors about acting huh. like I think I'd be a good director that way but I can't direct blocking mm-hmm. but I like talking about huh. you know the craft yeah yeah I like talking about the mm-hmm. craft mm-hmm. which is Me why too. I was so harry, happy that Sarah was dating Michael Sheen because you know she had all these roommates that because she was an actress they were like I'm going to be an actress too. <laughs> and they would get into the craft and they were horrible. Yeah. And when she was dating this real actor, Michael Sheen, when he would talk about the craft, it was exciting. It was, I'm like, well, here's a real actor who, you know, really we're getting. Talking, yeah, 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 and I love it. I love talking. 
I like talking to people that are knowledgeable. I like talking to people if you're knowledgeable about wine. Yeah. And you know, I respect your opinion. Then I like talking about that. Yeah. You know, it's it's int- when you respect somebody, it's yeah, like it's interesting hearing about them talk. I'm friends with this amazing oh, acting guy. teacher. <laughs> I had to Google who Michael Sheen was. Oh yeah, you didn't know? I'm sorry. <laughs> no. He's like a really good actor, you know. Yeah. yeah. Ah, I'm friends with this guy named. Sucks. Right, right, but that's the show I don't like. The, I like the least oh. of his acting. I don't know, but. Um, I'm friends with this guy named Larry Moss. He's like a, a yeah. legendary acting teacher. Yeah. Right, right. So I love, we go to shows together all the time. So hearing his opinion is the shit, you know, because he's the guru of all right, actors. Right, right, in right. fact, it's funny because most of our, in comedy, nobody knows who he is, but in acting, the acting world, oh, he's I huge. tell people all this all the time. I brought him to shows and I might as well have Sarah with me. The way the actors, when they meet him right, after our concern, yeah. I might as well right. be with George Clooney or somebody like, the, right, or right. they're meeting the president. Right. I've had people cry in his presence the yeah. way I cried when I met Martin Short. Do you, you know, know who? <laughs> do you know who Win Handman is? No. Okay, never mind. All right. So your greatest Sorry. fear, but would then be... I thought I wouldn't make it. But now I, I think it's actually, um, you know, I still have hope that I'm gonna. I tell and I talk about this, we still have hope we're gonna get married and have kids. I think I get nervous that that's not gonna happen. You know? But <laughs> oh. as a man, it's not as horrible. We could still work out, but oh, it's nice. Are you? It do, does make me fearful. I've always wanted to be married and have kids, but you know, look at our. Look at our, I mean, besides you, look at all our friends. They're they're a mess. You know, not, I mean, it's weird. My, you know, it's weird. I mean, I have because I have comedy friends. A lot of them aren't married at this age and right. stuff. But you know, it's not normal. <laughs> right, know? right. And I've always wanted to be have a substance of norm normalcy. Yeah, right. You know, that's why I like going to Jersey yeah. and hanging out and just doing regular so stuff. So you don't feel crazy. Like I think Atel is very jealous in many ways of my life because I do have normal friends and I mm-hmm. do normal things, and I think you know there is something to it that he likes, but he could never do that. He can't take a night off. He can't take a you know? night off. I've invited him to multiple huh. things that he would never do. But I do get nervous that that might know. not happen. It'll yeah. happen if you want it to happen. I believe that. Yeah, maybe. We'll okay, see. have you conquered any fears? Well, you know, I don't know. I think this uh, tomorrow opening for Sarah would definitely be conquering a fear that. Yeah, that's how many um, people? Two thousand. Wow. Yes. I think yes. that would be the biggest. Yeah. That's awesome. Maybe well, I was <laughs> on um, Star Search once. That was a big crowd. Maybe. Uh, you did Star Search? Yeah. Holy shit, how did you do? Not well. Uh, okay. It, can we Google it and find you? I don't think so, thank goodness. I, you know, I had a plan that I was going, if I could squeak by on my D material, I could make it really far. And um, the guy I was working with, he was horrible. He had nothing. I should have won. If I had done my regular material, I would have won for Why sure. Why did you do your D material? Because I was trying to get better every time. I had a plan. I <laughs> saw the show, uh, and it, it was a contest. So and I'm like, if I can squeak by with Smart. this, then right. I can, I can no, really go far. No, but it's the exact opposite, though, isn't it? Just You're so supposed like, to lead go. with yeah, your... Yeah, but I, I was trying. I gave it a, you know, yeah, you know right. I took a shot. I took a shot. Uh. And I'm like, if I can squeak by this one time. And I did almost squeak by. I was by half a star and it was funny because um my sister used to work at this job and you know uh she would be like my brother's the funniest and this other guy would be like no this guy greg giraldo is the funniest and then we were both on star search and we're like okay now we will see who is the funniest you were on at the same time yeah not together but the same time so i lost and he won but we both got three and a half stars so then it was still 
we're still the same <laughs> still type, the same. but he's dead, so now I'm funnier. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. win, Greg. <laughs> yeah, you win. <laughs> Aha! Okay, and then, um, oh, these are other, um, what inspires you? I can't say it in front of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> We're at the V spot, everybody. We got we got people. Yeah, but you know, there's uh, the V spot, and then there's just the bathroom spot, <laughs> which is you know awkward. We like to do our podcast where there's easily. A it is odd. Do you to. are you inspired by other comedians or um or sometimes yes, in general? but yes. mostly acting. You know, sometimes I'm even like I like you yeah. Know, as it says, I mean, I like the ballet. And sometimes that you is very that inspiring. You said, oh, really? Yeah, I can't deny it. I mean, especially sometimes when you see it's going to sound as gay as it was, whatever. Uh, I just have to, you know, know that I'm not gay. It doesn't matter. But uh, it's, it's like when there's a, like a like a I know, I know. But um, like when there's a dude who's really good, yeah, and he seems man, like I, right? it's uh, like you know, seeing Baryshnikov, yeah, like when this guy's a manly man, like White doing it. Like I took body I took ballet. Is, yeah, it's unbelievable. It's yeah, I took ballet and tap as a kid. So I'm fascinated <laughs> by the men that don't care. And I was like, when I took it, I was like John Travolta and, you know, trying yeah. to be too cool. I'm like, yeah, whatever, right? <laughs> like, seriously, I was so embarrassed. It was all girls and me and one boy who I think made it to Broadway or whatever. And, you know, who's obviously gay even in fourth grade um, or effeminate, whatever. But, yeah, I was just trying. Like, I wish I didn't feel that way. But I was like. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, we could check it. We could, I guess we could do that, whatever. Like, I was just so embarrassed. It's too bad because I really wanted to do it. Because my parents told me that I needed to learn all that if I wanted to make it in show business. Aww. You had to learn to sing and dance. They were from the old school. Well, I mean, still good to have that on your resume. Yeah, so I had musical comedy stuff. And the funny thing is, I think I'm so old that none of my classmates thought it was uncool. <laughs> they were like, yeah, this guy's like Sinatra. This guy's Sinatra. <laughs> like, I used to sing my bunkmates to sleep in camp. And they would, they, and they would tell other people, yeah, this guy's cool. He sings, you know, like, and I'd sing torch songs. It wasn't like I was singing anything like Led Zeppelin or anything. I'd be like, falling in love so again. If, if someone you know? told you that you could quit your day job and be a full time actor, would you do it? I would absolutely would do that. I would absolutely do that. I am totally inspired by acting performances, and I really, really like it a lot. Who's who's your favorite actor? My favorite actor used to be that guy William Daniels who was in 1776 and I'm obsessed <laughs> with John Adams and his acting performance and everything he's ever done because huh. he is just the most interesting man but now he's old and I have to look elsewhere for other people but um you know there are just certain acting performances that I really enjoy so like, that um, you enjoy watching enjoy very that. much so like something just absolutely riveting and I'm not even it could be a comedy like I'm um, Pete's a good actor, Pete Holmes. He's okay. I mean, you know, I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's I guess okay. it's all based around his thing. I don't know if I it, I like, haven't seen him in something else, but I mean, somebody like good. who's very obvious, like a Meryl Streep, right? I mean, you yeah. can take her or leave her, but in Devil Wears Prada, like alone, like I mean, that she's, she's so good. unbelievable. So good. And think about like I like to think about like her so choice good. of taking it down and being so soft spoken. Oh, yeah, and I mean, so we know strong. she's really good, but. You know, sometimes they're like, all right, we get it, you're good. But then there's like a performance like that, which she probably should have won, but she wins so many for the serious stuff that she's not going to be noticed for something like yeah, that. And it's so right. subtle, and it's so amazing. And it's just like that monologue she has where like, when she's laughing at, you know, yeah. for her being like laughing at the blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from all this pile of 
stuff. <laughs> it's actually called Cerulean. And what you don't know is that Oscar de la Renta in 2005 did all... I mean, it's a, that's an unbelievable monologue yeah. in which she is... You know, it's like... And that... Even Stanley Tucci in that is amazing. Oh, yeah. We've seen He's him great. do so I many different him. kinds of things. Yeah. And I like that when you can be a different character, it is character acting. And, and that's exciting to me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why... I know I play Dave Jessica and Christian, but I was hoping to... I was originally cast as this guy Murphy, and I was hoping to be a character, ah. you know, and do something interesting, which I guess I was a character of myself. You know, I was not really Dave Jessica. Do you Jessica go on acting talking. auditions? Never you? anymore, but I used to in the 90s, and it was so much fun. I went on so many things. In fact, I was. it was between me and Peter Scolari to be in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the TV series. Oh, Are you serious? Yeah, we were supposed to play the father. He got it. Oh, my God. Um, I always wow. lost out to a celebrity. Like, I w- it was between me and Richard Lewis for, like, a show and Richard stuff like that. Lewis? Yeah, we were. I was always in contention with the celebrity, always lost out. Me and George Went were supposed to play brothers and wow. like, a talk show and stuff. I, I was so close every time. I never made it. But I loved auditioning for acting. I, like, really, really like it. Oh, so that's... I like auditioning. I, that's, your, weird, that's your jam, doing... Yeah, I really, I don't know. I like it. But then, then it's like, I like it more than I think when, actually when I'm doing it, I think I get a little nervous. Which one yeah. do you want to be on, Cara? Julia or Foxy? Uh, I think, didn't you want to be Jim? Oh, yeah, but I changed my mind. I think he should be Jim. Okay, I'll be... Is that okay? Yeah, I'll be Julia. Yeah? Sure. Um, or I'll be Foxy. You'll be Foxy? Who do you want to be? I don't care. I don't really care. I just realized that he should play the guy character. Why? I don't mind. He could play a line character. It'd be funny if you guys switched roles. Would it be funny if he's Foxy and I'm Jim? Foxy. Okay, you'd be Foxy. I'll be Jim. Hold on. Let me see how many lines Foxy has. Does Foxy have a lot of lines? I have two. No, then I have more. No, I don't care. Whatever. I have no idea what's happening, so. I'll put whatever you guys want me to do. Okay. I'm good with. Oh, you think he should be Julia? This is this is um, so we do we write a sketch every week one of us and then we do a cold read with whoever's on yeah, the show. Yeah, I'll be Foxy. Oh, it's exciting. And this week Ankara wrote it. Okay. I'll do the. Uh, okay. Stuff. All right. All right. All right. Here we Let's go. Play. Okay. Internal night radio station 1961. Jim, radio host, walks into the sound booth. Has obviously been drinking. Julia, get me a drink. Sure thing, Jim. Hey, Foxy, crib Jim and McAllen on the rocks. Is that okay? <laughs> oh boy. So we don't have any rocks. Ice, honey. Rocks means ice. Oh, sure thing. Who's the guest today, Trulia? We don't have a guest. Remember, Jim, you fired your partner yesterday. She had connections to all the big boys. Good. I would fire her again. Women don't know anything. Don't you want your drink first? Let's start. Okay, you're on in three, two, one. This is Jim Big Boy Tapper, and you're listening to the number one weather station on the air. Grab a drink and let's talk sports. Foxy, get in here with my drink. Go ahead, Foxy. This should be interesting, to say the least. Uh, hi, Mr. Tapper. Here's your McCallan on the ice. I mean, rocks. Have a seat, sweetie. You're about the to be the next weather girl on the, the air. <laughs> what is that choice? On the <laughs> air? Oh my! <laughs> We've got a little lady here to tell us if we need our one-piece suits or two-piece suits for the summer, Foxy. Yes. Are you going to be wearing a one-piece or a two-piece suit this summer? 
Well, my mom buys all my clothes, but I'm excited because I'm going to sleep away camp this summer, and hopefully she will let me have a two-piece. <laughs> Keep away camp. Jesus. Sleep away camp. How old are you? 14 tomorrow. Okay, here you go. Take my drink. You deserve this for becoming an adult. Gross. This tastes like gasoline. Exactly. It's the Lord's drink. Now get out of here. Looks like it's going to be a hot one out there today, folks. So wear your two-piece suit. Hey, this has been your daily dose of the weather with Jim Big Boy Tapper. Drink up. Jim, are you sure you want to air that take? Yeah, of course I do. You don't know weather. All right, honey. Drink up and drive home safe. We'll see you tomorrow. Damn right I'll drive home safe. Women don't know how to drive. I know how to drive. (sighs) Huh? All right, all right, all right, all right. Leave the comedy to me. Sure thing, Jim. You're definitely (laughs) the clown of the station. Have a good night. I will. Jim passes out in Were you actually really drunk when you were reading that? It it was like, it was so good. Because of what you told us before, I got nervous. That was an amazing drunk. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Dave Jesco. Thank you for the part one of the podcast. We'll yes. see you on part two. Of the see you on part two. House. And uh, go see Dave Jesco tomorrow in Toronto. 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 Do you have anything else that you want to yeah, plug? plug? Oh, I do the Godfather show on May 9th at the Comedy Cellar. Oh, um, that's fine. Is that okay? To- yeah, of yeah, course. Okay. <laughs> what time? Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock, okay. Uh, you know, we do uh, readings of The Godfather. This is the last episode. I've done it in five Wait, episodes. Wait, has Irene Brummis been on that? Uh-huh. Oh, okay, right. All right, I thought I've we seen it We should go before. see that. That sounds fun. Yeah, yeah this time sound- we have uh, Jim Norton and little Danny Natterman, Rachel Feinstein, all playing uh, That's awesome. all different parts. That's cool. Yeah, it's all super right. fun. All right, go see Dave Jesko, everybody. Are you on Twitter or anything? Yeah, at Dave Jesko. At Dave Jessica. At I don't know how I came up with that. <laughs> <laughs> Genius. Yay. Bye, Bye. Gone Girls Podcast. We interview the people we like and try to get to the bottom of life. The Gone Girls Podcast. The Gone Girls Podcast Show.